And so the party journeyed onward through the treacherous mountains, past the evil river of evil, onto the tavern of demise. Casey. What? Who is the party? We don't have a party. Well, of course, there. Uh. The tavern is empty. Uh. That is a good question. Everybody and welcome to Talk Nerdy to Me, baby, where we talk nerdy to you, baby. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was like, is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? And then it did. Wow. It's almost like we're trying to have a catchphrase. Yeah. Or a tagline or whatever you call it. Uh, something. Indeed. Uh, in indeed. 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 We're talking D&D today. Wow! It's almost like you read the title of this podcast episode. Congratulations. You are literate. Wow. I've realized that when having to title both podcast episodes and also video titles, and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm building up suspense. Wait. Hashtag humble brag. How is that a humble brag? Oh, I just do the titles and do all of the, all of the things. Do you want to? No, <laughs> I want to come up with names for characters and Wow, that's a good thing because that's what we're doing today. How did I know? Yeah. I also read the title. <laughs> you did. You jumped into the future, read the title that I would pick five minutes before I post this, and came back. Using my time travel powers properly. Indeed. So, we are doing a game that we've done... Twice, twice before now thrice whoa i just wanted to say thrice it's a pretty good word so we use the wizards of the coast character generator but we cover up everything so we only see the name and thus we must come up with the class the are we saying race anymore i thought that that was not uh the species species that's yes. the safe term yes also, Alaska. I'm enjoying your rules explaining voice oh. that is here and breathy. And Thank let me you. explain to you the rules. <laughs> we want to make also, sure. Also, treat yourself to our luxurious premium spa package. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you guys would pay towards the Patreon, let us know on Instagram and Twitter and everywhere else because that would be cool. But I digress. I want to make sure. How are... patriotic Ouch. of them. I want to make sure that we are be like staying on the up and up and I don't want to alienate things because there's been issues with wizards and there's been issues with like the way things are. So I want to make sure we stay towards the future. Okay. I honestly had no idea where you were going with any of that. I was like, what is happening? And by that, I mean, we're going to have the names and we must decide the class and the species and maybe a little bit of backstory. Maybe, maybe. 
I mean, we're pretty predictable. We always do a little bit of backstory. We do, because it helps define that character. And you are welcome to use these characters in any game that you play. If you do, though, you have to come to us and let us know what adventure this person went on. Because otherwise, like, what fun is there? You know, as it's <laughs> like we we are proud parents that need to keep up with these people. I don't know. I missed playing D&D. We're playing in like a week. I know. And you have to be ready. You are playing. I am guiding. I know. But I already have a character if I don't feel like making another one. I but just, maybe I will use one of these. I just, I wanted to use this game because it's, it's really fun and it gets your, your D&D brains flowing. Flow and get that. Get the those D &D. synapses firing. Yeah. And fireballing. And. Sorry. That was flashback. too whispered. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I flashed back to my own video and was like, I don't need to be that person and brought it back in. <laughs> <laughs> such restraint. Such restraint. I tried. But yeah, like, I, I, I don't know. I've been wanting to play some D&D &D, and I have a character that's been looking for a home. Oh, yes. His name, he is. A half orc named Skonsum, and once you pointed it out to me, I haven't been able to see anything else other than the fact that he's basically Steven Universe. Yeah. Because he's got a tiny, bald daddy, and then a giant woman for a mother. Is she a space rock? Nope, she's a grounded orc. <laughs> hey, grounded. You know, if you take orc. And mix the letters around, you get rock. Close enough, right? Close enough. Cool. Wow. You ready so to jump into this before we spend half an hour <laughs> talking about nothing? Hey, we could easily spend an hour and a half talking I, about nothing. We could. So, you want to do something else? Yeah, let's I actually mostly blame myself. Play this game. So, cool. how many each? Uh, five. We typically, 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 typically do five each. Okay, do you want to start with me second? On that note, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, I go first? Yes. Okay. I feel every, like <laughs> every character will be Jester. It's just, I feel like I start all the time, and so now the pressure's on you. Yeah. Yeah. You go first. Have you been visited by Fergus? They don't know about Fergus. We should do an episode just talking through like D&D games that we've done together or something like that. Like D&D stories. I yep. don't know. Maybe. But what we need to actually do <laughs> is this. Podcast. I it wasn't my fault. I don't think we've ever been this unfocused in an intro. We get unfocused in the rest of it. Well, the, no, the intro's over. This is just phlegm. <laughs> or phlegm. <laughs> okay. Our character's name is not Flem. <laughs> Our character's name will be... If you'd like to know what Flem is, what <laughs> class Flem is. I mean, Flem. 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 Is... Is our new mascot. A Southern Belle who is a rogue class but likes to throw... Flem balls. Acid. Acid? <laughs> acid. Okay. Let's try Let's... it for real. <laughs> Dear goodness. Dear goodness, yes. All right. Generate. Ooh. Ooh, okay. So we have, for our first character, Deruvial Silverkin. 
So Deruville seems to me like a dwarf. And Deruville, I think... I don't know why I just gave you this look of like, that's different from what is in my head and was clearly established canon. (laughs) (laughs) Guess what? I get to establish this canon! Oh no. Wow, what a well-defined <laughs> canon you have there. Fires and everything. So, Deruviel Silvakin. Deruviel is a dwarf who is the son of a blacksmith. They lived in a cohabitation of elves and dwarfs where their whole goal was it was pretty much like a commune if commune was about making the sickest weapons (laughs) (laughs) so like instead of having a community garden there was like a community kiln and so you have uh druvial who is a barbarian but you see druvial's really biggest want in life is to create the finest weapon you have ever laid your eyes on. And so he has gone off on a quest to find the most precious metals and gems and items to build the best weapon he possibly can. And so whenever he has the time, he likes to practice his skills. He finds the fire and he gets out his like portable stand that he can hammer onto his giant hammer and basically rages on things to just pound it out and make (laughs) (laughs) shut up (laughs) shut up you dude you pushed me over (laughs) i did so he basically rage builds weapons and you know yeah pretty much and druvial definitely has like an epically long mohawk like shaved sides with like that part in the middle there was a lady on project runway who had this hair once that like if you part it it looks like you have a full head of really lovely hair but then you can whoosh, whoosh, whoosh it around and it's awesome and then his beard is just epically full of like all these little pieces of metals and gems that he's collected over the years and just two giant braids for a mustache Deruvio. silver king I don't know why you delivered that whole thing as Jester sending a message. Justice! If, if you, you see the ruby. Please. Please. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Was it 20? Ah! <laughs> anyway. Hi, welcome to our brains. Alright, is it your turn? <gasps> I do. Do I need to use an accent as well? No, you don't have to. I don't know what is happening with this episode. Last time we were tense. What did you put in the tea? It's a special tea. It's, it's my a special tea. Ah, 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 ah. Oh god! All right, my turn. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, what's with the silver today? I don't know. We're just like, you know. We've gone past our golden age and we're into the silver. So my character is Jamian Silvershaper. Wow. Jamian Silvershaper is 
a changeling sorcerer. Nice. Who basically likes to take matter and make it look like waterbending and just likes to just whirl things around. And he has... uh, I believe that sounds like... Or they... Thank you for the sound. You're welcome. So they have a special silver coin uh, that was left by their parents, wherever they are, if they exist or whatnot. Anyway. But if they, they exist, wow. Yeah. Who knows? Not Jamie and Silvershaper, but they don't care. And uh, they, have a, they have this coin that was like an heirloom, but it's basically just a little thin thing of matter and they use it they sort of some people like twirl coins and stuff in their hands uh they just kind of fiddle with it kind of making like a little spiral water bending shape just like a a uh just a free shape thing it's just like they're they're a a medieval uh, magic fidget spinner yes but more (laughs) sophisticated and cool (laughs) Uh, i see anyway uh their goal is really they just travel around and just try to see what shapes they can make. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are more, they are actually really good at, they have an interest in sculpting, but they, people tell them that they need to make it uh, an actual trade and actually do it for a living. And like, hey, you could make some money if you mm-hmm. sculpted this king out of this rock or whatever like out of anything because that's what they do they shape shift their face and their body and they shape shift everything else yeah except they're a little bit too trickstery about it and so uh they like to go around and someone like trimmed their hedges and were like really proud of the perfect cube shape they've (laughs) made because for whatever reason, this random gardener I invented like uses cubes. cubes and they turn it into like a butthole. Nice. With Wait, like a fart coming out. I mean, are you what we do in the shadows in your character? I wasn't intent- intending it, but it seems my subconscious has a silly brain. In a specific garden. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they, they are more... Uh, I would say that they have... Uh, ADD, and it's a little bit more of a, okay, focus, focus. And uh, I, I would say overall, since, you know, I compared it to waterbending, they're a bit like Toph and just, just you know, everything is... Everything is chaos. Everything is chaos. And, and I am cool. <laughs> and they find themselves very cool and it's hard to get them to focus on anything. Hmm. Cool. So it's just like, if... I feel like Jamie and Silvershaper would be a good addition to the team if you just like, hey, there's the bad guy. Go. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to like put nipples on his armor or something? Well, apparently that is what people want. <laughs> if the Witcher tells me anything. Yeah. So, hey, that's a good thing. Maybe... The silvers, the two silvers, the silver shaper and the silver king can get together and start a business. Ooh, he's he's very focused. So perhaps the, he can he can keep him in line. But Jamin might just put like a little 
cartoon penis or something on it. <laughs> it's like everything has to have a I signature, dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But anyway, there you go. Nice. As chaotic as the words that came out of my mouth. That is Jamie and Silver Shaper. <laughs> okay. So, our next party member. Oh, hello. Good luck. So, our, our next person <laughs> is the Sendifas Glory Gem. I mean, hey, your character, you get to pronounce it. So, yes. I was just curious to see I say the Sendifas Glory gem. So Vesendithas, I think, is a high elf and, like, the highest of elves. And Vesendithas basically has been raised to become the next uh, ruler over what is basically, like, a Lothlorian-like city. Um, and hates it. 100% (laughs) hates it. Curveball. So, Vicentathas, one, has, like, those emotional issues where you're a kid whose parents decided to name you something that was, like, really unique, but not in, like, any way of, like, significance, just because, like, this sounds cool. This is going to be really cool. You'll be the first of your name. Oh it's my great. god, it's a D&D character of what? Apple? Vasendathas <laughs> <laughs> does translate roughly to Applecore. Apple. <laughs> <laughs> and so Thus is like, you know what? I need my space to become the actual elf I was meant to be. So, Vesendathas decided to head out and basically, within five minutes, ran into a bunch of trouble and had to join a thieves' guild to survive. And so, Vesendathas was like, yo, I, I'm really good at this. It's going to be great. Yeah, no, I, I'm a burglar. I can steal things. I'm cool. And surprisingly, was right. And just joined this guild and became what I'm alluding to as a rogue. And Vesendithas became uh, Vendi the Swift and basically rose to the highest order of this thieves guild and set up like the underground ring and it has returned home to continue his business into his homeland and basically be like, Mom, Dad, look! I found something I'm good at! And they're just like... (laughs) Stealing! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) You're good at stealing! And basically has to convince his entire family that stealing is just like running a kingdom... But illegal! (laughs) Follow me on this. And basically, his quest is to go and pretty much just build up his empire of of this thieves' guild in any place that he can to prove to his mommy and daddy that 
This is a legitimate job. It's not a pyramid scheme, Mom and Dad. <laughs> it's real. And look, I stole your wallet. Like, come like, on. I'm good at this. And basically, he can fund this shop that our silvers are putting together. Oh man, I just realized because of the last name Glory Gem, it's like it's like the D&D version of the Righteous Gemstones. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> For glory and gems. For gem glory. Also, this whole thing has got me wanting to maybe I'll do it in a D&D setting, mm. but or just in life, I want to start a heavy metal band that <laughs> all of their song lyrics are about fruits. And I want it to be classified as a new genre of metal called Applecore. <laughs> See, I love that that's where your brain goes. Because the only thing in my head whenever I hear Applecore is Chippendale. <laughs> Applecore, Baltimore. Hey. Who's your friend? Me. There's a metal song right there. <laughs> nice. Applecore, Baltimore. <laughs> Who's your friend? <laughs> Yoda! <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that's my Yoda voice. Yoda need of a throat lozenge? <laughs> I was going to say, that's my voice. So, Casey, do you want to take your next character? <laughs> I don't know what's sure. up with this episode, man. <laughs> I don't know. It's, all, it's always our D&D <laughs> episodes. Because D&D brings out the chaos <laughs> inside of you that was there all along. It was Hopefully the chaos. chaos. It was the chaos we made along the way. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Your second one. <laughs> what is with... I don't know. So, I have... <coughs> Victatrana Moonshadow. Oh, hello. And she's apparently from Transylrussia. <laughs> <laughs> so, Victatrana... Victatrana. Moonshadow is a warlock but she is (laughs) but But. she is the warlock who has outgrown her puny patron and it's basically just like i their patron is someone that uh (laughs) is just so average (laughs) but is just entranced by Victor Tran Moonshadow. That's like basically it's it's the D D version, the warlock version of like, can I borrow five thousand dollars? Sure, pumpkins, like whatever <laughs> you want. And so she uh inherited this castle on the hill, and it's oh, like gosh. total like castle, totally like Dracula's castle, except she's just like Whatever. I want to be able to snap my victim's neck as soon as I sneeze. And the patron's like, okay. <laughs> it's like, she she's so powerful and so lazy. <laughs> and it's like, she's so entitled. And the fact that she has a patron that fuels this, this- just... It's hard to find anyone that is worth the time of Victor on the Moon Shadow. So, what gets her to go on a quest? Well, it all started when she went to a bar. She wanted to see these local peasants <laughs> and decided that she wanted to have 
a fun night. And so she ordered a drink and immediately got bored. And someone said, do you want to go kill a dragon and chop its head off? And she said, can I do it? By sneezing? <laughs> and they said, if you can. And she said, okay, I will go. And so <laughs> thus begins... <laughs> <laughs> the travels yeah. <laughs> Also, her parents are really boring. <laughs> there you go. Oh my gosh. She sounds fun. She she sounds like a hoot that you can spend five minutes with and then you're like, oh my god, I need to leave. <laughs> I just imagine that she's like into the most random thing and just like the most random menial things sometimes give her great joy or like just things you wouldn't expect like like coin collecting i was gonna say we're doing they're doing puzzles can we do a puzzle too like we don't really have time we have to like save the world but this piece is going to make a beautiful landscape if we finish the puzzle it's so like, one time she's not lazy. Yeah, it's, it's when puzzles are on the line. It's just random, just random thing that you know. We need to. Okay, we need to convince the mayor of this town to make this decree and allow the villagers to leave. And they, will, <gasps> I shall write the best memorandum that has ever existed. Are you sure she's not an energy vampire? <laughs> <laughs> just. Like, walks up to you and is like, what is your town code? Say it to me. The entire thing. I am so fascinated. And then just repeats it back to them. No, but I imagine the patron kind of looking like Colin from <laughs> <laughs> what we do in the shadows. Just this random bald guy is just like. I am I'm the all-powerful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so okay. there you go. Victor Tran the moon shadow. Okay. Okay. <sighs> Three. <laughs> <laughs> All Fun. right. Fruhorn Dryatsen. Fruhorn Dryatsen is a... I believe a gnome. <laughs> so Fruhorn is a cleric. And basically... Fruhorn has been traveling the world trying to spread the word of their deity. And so Fruhorn... <laughs> Everyone gets this <laughs> for... It is stuck. Oh, no, no it's like, Fruhorn, yeah? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So Fruhorn needs to go to places and it's like, yeah, let me tell you of my patron. She is the shining sun upon your city. Wait, what is, she, what is, what is her class? Cleric. Claire, okay. I missed it amongst all of the accents. I know. Believe me, the accents will not stick. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fruhorn is just like, I want to spread joy wherever I can go, and I want to heal and make sure everyone feels as great as I feel inside. She is basically Leslie Nope. If Leslie Nope was about happiness and uh, wellness. So imagine 
Okay. Like, at first she sounded to me like Norwegian Pike. <laughs> yeah, kind of. But then imagine it less like this noble fighter, like Pike, but more like the yoga instructor that <laughs> <laughs> has all of these herbal teas for you to try. <laughs> so every morning... Sucaduces. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so Fruhorn every morning wakes up finds the garden area of whatever town she is in, sets out her little mat, and just basically invites everyone to join in a ritual release of tension and leads people through what is not a yoga, but an experience. (laughs) And just her method of healing is... Oh, yes. I... Yes. 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 (laughs) Her method of healing is basically to help contort you into whatever shape represents the healing that she needs to do. You're about to die? Okay, let's do crow pose. It's going to make (laughs) you feel so much better. You know, no, I still have a gaping stab wound, but my back. No, upside down, you can balance your knees on your arms. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. It's like my stab wound still hurt, but my back feels more aligned. (laughs) And so... Everywhere she goes, she has salves, she has teas, she has everything. <laughs> <laughs> she is the Stefan of, like, of yoga. We have crow poses, we have magical healing herbs, MTV's dead Cortez. The three horn just is the biggest bubble of joy. Like if Glinda the Good Witch was on uppers <laughs> and also a gnome. That is Fruhorn Dreitzen. She just wants to make everyone so happy and just feel so good. And if you just, like, stretch a little, it'll feel so much better. And here's your tea. No, drink all of your tea. Drink all of your tea. (laughs) There you go. Sounds obnoxious, but helpful. (laughs) Yeah. She, like, everyone likes her, but yet everyone's just, like, she leaves and you feel the best you've ever felt in your life but you also feel like inside you're just so exhausted (laughs) (laughs) definitely someone you need in doses so if you put her with a party of people i can i mean her and your warlock will be quite a pair i mean i feel like it will keep the scales balanced Mm, probably so are you ready for your third Yes, although I forgot to mention, Victor Trano Moonshadow is a tiefling. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? Shall we change the title of this episode to Weird Inconsistent Accents? <laughs> Baby! <laughs> <laughs> How do you know that's not the title? It's true, as at this point it's not been made yet, although it kind of outdate our intro. Maybe. Who cares? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Dear God, like, what did you... <laughs> this is Dryadson tea that you made. Maybe. I mean... This is some Fruhorn tea. This is some... I don't want your Fruhorn tea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh. Magora Dragon's Bane. Oh, Hello. So, You're getting all of the very dramatic ladies. Yes. How do you know she's a lady? I don't know. I'm sorry I assumed. But she definitely <laughs> is. 
So, Makora. Makora? Makora. Dragon's Bane. Yes. Is a dragonborn. No. Which is. We'll get to that. Okay. Why she's a dragonborn. What her last name is Dragon's Bane. Uh, she is a dragonborn. I'm going to say a fighter. Ooh. Because I was like, her family is, uh, her parents were both paladins and just the snobbiest paladins ever. And she almost went that way, except she likes to get, you know. Let's get physical. Copyright. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so uh, she's like, maybe she's. (laughs) She is the, she went to Dragon College <laughs> and came back and her parents are like, so you're ready to be a paladin, right? And, you know, and slay all the dragons. And she's like, mom and dad, I just, I don't, li- like, I appreciate where I came from, but I don't feel like killing more dragons since I feel a connection to them considering that we're both or all of us dragonborns it just feels like we're sending a mixed message here <laughs> and so oh, no that is like where the start of her journey begins as uh just <laughs> like you know i don't think that we should be killing other dragons and that dragon's bane is a weird name for us to have as dragonborns and so she's the kind of person that uh when want to be part of your system pretty much but she's the statistics gal oh no so whenever she'll be like slicing and dicing and then just quickly firing an arrow off and being like did you know that statistics show (laughs) that one in every four Arrows shot from this distance leads to decapitation. Oh, gosh. (laughs) She just has all of the facts and wants to let you know. That she did her research. Yes. And so uh, just know that any time that that the party is planning to have, you know, what are we going to do with this town? What's what's the strategy? She is going to. You had your Leslie Nope of, of happiness. This is the Leslie Nope. Of, of strategy. Nope. Yeah, it's just <laughs> Leslie Nope. Uh, who is all about... She is an active... She's a dragon's rights activist. Oh, no. And I so... Mean, yeah, just like, no... As someone who gets d- sad whenever any dragon is killed in any... I time. will tie myself to this volcano. Oh, God. <laughs> like, that's, that's who she is. Gotcha. Except, don't like threaten any of her friends or she will murder you it's just like and she like it's almost like a blackout like what happened oh like they were going to uh slit the throat of our rogue yeah that checks out yeah i would have done the same thing you did do that (laughs) oh yeah like that makes (laughs) sense did you know the sleep apnea (laughs) oh gosh like yeah how many do we have left two two yeah each yes magora dragon's bane gotcha no, we're not doing too bad. No, we're not. I'm just... I'm already so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Here, have some fruit tea! <laughs> All right. So, our next character. 
Oh, gosh. As the Star Fox 64 game once said, Good luck. <laughs> Our next character uh-huh. is Zirsadi Millstone. Now, Zirsadi is a human who has spent their entire life as a traveling minstrel family. Now, we always seem to have at least one of those. We do. It's okay. It's, it's, it's necessary. It's an archetype. It works. Someone has to know how to travel with all of these other people who have been stuck inside the whole time. So, Zir Sadi Ouch. <laughs> is um, a flute player. Ooh. And uh, Zir Sadi's flute is like a tricked out metal flute that pretty much she uses as the thing to fire her spells. So instead of incantations and vocalizations, everything is just a swift, like a sweet riff on her <laughs> flute. Man. So Zirshati is not much of a talker. Now, I know with bards, like you expect them to be like these big showmen, these gabbers, these like, you know, the wordsmiths or whatever. Zirshati is a bit shy. When it comes to speaking, she likes to just hang out on the sidelines until it is her moment. And then she will happily step into that spotlight, entrance everyone, lift her flute, and just wail on it like Slash on a guitar. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's just like a mosh pit at a recorder concert. (laughs) Pretty much. Except instead of like the it's just like (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that clarification. You're welcome. Now Zirsadi she is actually like a pretty settled person. What really gets her to go on the quest is the idea of finding and appreciating more types of music. She is like you know how in school there was like that one person in band who really, really, really liked band. She really, really, really likes band. <laughs> so like she might, she's not a big talker. She doesn't like try to be like the the person to talk to everybody or like to get all the spotlight. But get her anywhere that there's music. And suddenly it's like that that shine. Like I imagine her with like pretty big like round glasses like the the hipster sort of round glasses where the big wire frames and the moment you get her anywhere near anything that has to do with like music musical notes musical history like anything like that you get that anime moment where like the glasses go get the sheen get that sheen and that smile that looks slightly like She's about to brutally murder like 50 million people <laughs> with a saxophone <laughs> with a with a with a tricked out flute. <laughs> um and I just picture her with super long hair, like the occasional little trinket that she uses to like put back part of it, epic middle part and like just very be- I don't know why she seems very hippie to me, <laughs> but like very like 
long, flowing outfits. But the moment you get her in any sort of thing where that becomes the thing to solve whatever or the thing to fight, she just, like, rolls up her sleeves, ties back her hair, and jams. <laughs> <laughs> and Zershini is, at her heart, an artist. A nerd. <laughs> <laughs> a nerd, but, like, an artiste. And she's just looking for the right accompaniment. I like the way you ended that. Thanks. I, I see what you did there. That was nice. Uh, thank you. I thank, uh, thank you. you. Uh, thank, uh, thank you. you. <laughs> but that's Zirstadi Milsto. Nice. Thank you. So, your next person? Yup. Okay. Let's go. And there we go. <laughs> <gasps> There's another Dryatsin. There's another Dryatsin. Haliaga Dryatsin. Are they so, related? Cousins, in fact. Ooh, cousins. Except Haliaga Dryatsin is a druid, a gnome druid, yep. since I remember. Fruhorn is a druid. Fruhorn is, is a gnome. Yes. Uh, but Haliaga is a very apathetic <laughs> druid. <laughs> so, like, wherever. Where, Fruhorn is up, Haliaga is down, but mostly this in is a like Daria and Quinn <laughs> from Daria. It's mostly just a "don't bother me, you're in my space" kind of a thing. Uh, but do they get along? So, uh, I should also note that uh, for just random, th- Haliaga is non-binary. And they are just like, but they were, when they were young, it was like, Nahaliaga, your little cousin Fruhorn is coming today, so I want you to be nice to her. And they're just like, ugh. She is so much. I feel like Fruhorn just idolized her, though. Yeah, and Haliaga is just like, I want to do my own thing. And you, no, you're cool. Like, yeah, no, those, those, those bats are like, those imaginary bats are, are really cool. I think they're flying over there. And so, uh, uh, Haliaga is into, uh, um, yes. What seems, uh, uh, looming? Looming or, Or, uh, oh, not crochet. No, no, no. With the like, needlepoint? Yeah, but like with the the little machine, not, not the machine, but like, yeah. but is into uh, uh, making clothes, mm-hmm. uh, but also with enchantments and stuff. And they like to use things from nature and uh, make deceptively powerful uh, clothes. Like, yeah. You know, it's like, Fashion uh, armor. I, I think of, they are kind of like, now I just realized, it. they, they are kind of like, uh, from A Knight's Tale, mm-hmm. the uh, armor make, the blacksmith, yeah. whose character name escapes me at the moment, uh, but they are like her in that, it's like, you're going to have the thinnest, it's almost just like, you know, a tunic, mm-hmm. but this tunic is practically made out of mithril. Okay, cool. So it's like... Almost like 
a blacksmith, but uh, uses things found in nature and then uh, uses enchantments to to do it. So they are like the coolest, most useful in battle Etsy person. (laughs) (laughs) But it's also like if if they had a shop, it would just be like, okay, cool. Like it just, you know, it it prevents you from dying one time and then it shatters or whatever. But, you know, tell all your friends. (laughs) I feel like the only time you ever see Thruhorn get upset is if someone says anything to try to crush the dreams of Haliaga. <laughs> it's very true. And that is the only time you... They they will not want it to be seen, but there will be a possible smile cracked at that point. <laughs> and that is where the actual love between the cousins... It's... It's there. It's there. They just prefer not to show it. They have their ways. So I, I imagine uh, if they were in a party or did anything together, that Haliaga would make all of the things, and Fruhorn is like, "You need, you need uh, exposure, and you need someone to spread the you word." You need a PR person, yeah. and I am the perfect person to be your PR person. Yeah. So uh, if Fruhorn had a yoga studio. Uh, Haliago would make like the yoga okay. pants, enchanted yoga pants, but doesn't want credit for it. Just the money. <laughs> it's like, you can pay me for it, but don't put my name on it. <laughs> so instead of really building an adventure party, we are building businesses. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's got their, their, their business. business savvy things. I mean, hey. Why not? Yeah. Maybe they'll all show up at a convention together or like <laughs> convention squad. All right. We have one more each. Okay, we can do this. You ready? Let's go. Okay. We have Marhand Arborshade. Please don't make them Irish. No. Marhand Arborshade. <laughs> If I could do better Irish, maybe I would. But Marhand is a, let's see, Marhand is, hmm, I'm trying to think, like, what feels right? Marhand Arbushate. What makes the shade feel right? (laughs) (laughs) Marhand is a blood hunter. Ooh. But they pretty much are the most low-key blood hunter that you will ever come across. You see, it's not a matter of hurting yourself to be able to do more things. It's a matter of um tattoos <laughs> so marhand when you meet her seems like very intimidating because about half of her face and half of her body is covered in like m- m- teeny tiny myopic little dots and it it's almost like a pop art painting you know when they use the shading of the little dots it's like that. 
because each time that she does like a blood maledict, she just gives herself a little and it's pretty much her symbol to herself. She is a meditative blood hunter. And is also ready for mocap, it sounds like. <laughs> See, Marhand had a moment where she just lost control. And we don't speak of this time. But it haunts her. And she remembers it every time she goes to fight. And so she uses the marks as a way to remember that moment and how she will never let her emotions overcome her again. Unless you decide to mess with her Zen and then she's gonna go transform into a beast. <laughs> a beast. <laughs> a beast. So Bloodhunters can have the thing where they do what's basically like a werewolf transformation. And pretty much you get her to a point and you just see her. It's She starts to laugh and that calm veneer just breaks. And she just starts to giggle to herself at how stupid you are from coming in to my bubble and deciding to start some arbor shite <laughs> <laughs> bring it all around I, you know i feel like haliago would be like nice let's get you some really cool shoulder pads <laughs> i think she would like she and it's just the thing of she's you would not suspect anything weird from this girl until you mess with the wrong thing and then you just see her face just elongate the talons come out and she will mess your aber shite up at which point victorana says it seems i have made the mistake oh well <laughs> <laughs> but that is the lovely lady marhand abershite you know it's always the nice ones <laughs> Don't piss off the nice ones. It's always the nice ones who turn out to be blood hunters. <laughs> yep. That is the how the saying goes. Yep. All right. All right. You we ready? got one more. We got one more in All us. All right. All right. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> what oh, is this name? <laughs> man. Let me tell you about Lily Toe Crippler. <laughs> yeah. Willie? Crippler is the most happy-go-lucky halfling. Oh gosh! But like short for their for their type, they're a little bit short for their age. Halfling. Okay. Who is really loyal to their friends? <laughs> but if I if they've got a bone to pick with you, he. We'll mess you up. <laughs> we seem to have and he, a type. He is a ranger <laughs> with a chip on his shoulder. shoulder. And you could say it's as big as a boulder, but <laughs> boulders are really, really big. <laughs> anyway, that really tall crippler 
Does is, he cripple the tall because he is so small? Listen, I will kick you in the <laughs> shin before you even have a chance to say kazoo. <laughs> is he a who? No, he's more of the, like, he's, like, he is a farmer boy with a heart of gold, unless you mess with him or his friends, or you call him short, or mention anything about his height. Oh, gosh. In which case, you will be bruised for weeks before you can even blink. Oh, like, he never is mentioned fast. his last name. Huh? Never mentioned his last name. Willie Tall Crippler. I said it at least once. I know, but if you oh. say it, will it make him mad? Oh, uh, no, he's actually pretty p- proud about the Tall Crippler part. It's just, but it's more of like a, I can show you if you want. <laughs> <laughs> he cripples the tall by kicking the machine. And just likes to, you know, he has a lot of easy buttons you can press for him, but he's also like a prankster. Mm-hmm. And likes to giggle at, like, the most random things. He's a bit like, if you've seen New Girl, how Winston is really bad at pranks. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, there's a leaf that fell on your head. I shook the tree and made the leaf fall on your head. <laughs> you lose! Like, that kind of prank. Pranked! Uh, but is, a, like, a extremely good marksman. Okay. But doesn't... Like, people are like, dude, you are a really good shot. Like, you hit that thing from way over there. And he's like, I guess not too bad. Just, like, licks his finger like, well, the wind seems to be pointing that way, so I'll shoot that way. And it's like, <laughs> okay, I mean, whatever your method is, uh, yeah. you're really good. Oh, goodness. And then he's got a baby raccoon as his uh, as, as his, his animal companion. Name, uh, what, uh, Miko? No, it's not Miko. <laughs> it was, uh, I almost had a name and I was like, nope, that's it's Spleek. Spleek? Spleek. Spleek? Spleek the raccoon. Willik and Spleek? Willik and Spleek. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, Spleek is about a quarter of the size of Willik. So, <laughs> It's I just like, picture him riding the raccoon. It's just almost like you need a magnifying glass to see his whole ensemble of oh Willie and Squeak. Uh, but the teacup raccoon. He may be small, but you will definitely know that he is there, and is definitely I would guarantee. I, I would guess to be the loudest of the bunch, or at least the most outspoken. Mm-hmm. He's the he's the one who like when you go to a new town is like I can find the people. That we need to talk to in this town. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, but more of like, uh, it's just like when it comes to to combat and stuff, just out of nowhere, the the rock giant will fall down, and you just look, and he somehow made a flaming arrow ricochet off of that tree into the back of that stone giant's skull. He's like, well, that was. I shot in the dark, but I figured I might as well give it a go. Hot damn. And like, they're like, dude, Willie, like, that was crazy. He's like, I crippled the toe. Is he Mr. Purple Butthole? <laughs> Holy. It's so Not close. Quite, but yeah, he, 
he is a character. Yeah. Like everyone else, he is a, a character. character. And we have now made ten characters. Wow! Wowie! <laughs> Wowie, everybody! That makes you want to go slipping down a slipping butter slide! That, that would, that's, gotcha. that, that's what you can expect from Willie. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Well, howdy ho, everybody. We just did a whole episode. <laughs> Boy, did we? I, I don't know, honestly. This might be a fever dream of some weird tea. Uh, some fruhorn tea. Some nice fruhorn tea. I hope that you have enjoyed our episode with some nice fruhorn tea. And if you haven't, maybe Why you start a tea shop called fruhorn tea. I don't know. Meh. <laughs> Let us know what other things you would like us to do. Uh, this should, I think we. this is a good time to mention that we... You know, we like to do reviews every yes. so often here. We've done quite a few of them. Um, but we were thinking of maybe if there was something that you wanted us to review, let us know. Mm -hmm. And we'll probably... Like, our plan is to start basically saying like, hey, if you want to see this with us or whatever, this is the thing we're going to be reviewing in this, in this amount of time or whatever. Yeah. So if you want... A There's a better way to say that and it didn't do it. <laughs> if you want to be prepped... For some reviews that are going to come your way, we want to be able to give you like some time to catch up so you are ready when that happens. So, we have two episodes left to watch of Lovecraft Country. Yes. So, you can expect a review of Lovecraft Country coming up within the next few weeks. So, if you haven't got on that show, you should. And you'll be ready in time for us to do a whole review of it. Yeah. Is that what you meant? Yeah. <laughs> cool. So... Thanks for hanging out, everybody. This has been Talk Nerdy to Me, baby. What? As well as something. And it's been something. It, we come to you every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we come to your ears so you can come talk with us on Instagram, Twitter, wherever. Where I am Amarie by the Sea on everything. And I am Cased Crusader on everything and we just want to hear from you did you enjoy this who is your favorite character would you do you want to play one of these characters maybe we could just have a meet and greet with all of the characters or just i don't know see where they go well maybe so if you had fun with this the link to this character generator is in the description or the show notes of this podcast if you want to go use it otherwise it is the wizard's character generator and we We'll talk to you again in our next episode. Baby. Baby. Bye bye. Bye bye, baby. Wow. You're still on with that?